Hi guys, this is Watching People Cook, Master Chef Season 10, Episode 20, One Pot Wonder with Daphne Oz. I'm Pepper Proxy. And I'm David. And boy, I was not shocked by what was in the mystery box, this mystery box challenge. Well, I was not shocked either, but yay, can we first say it's a one one hour episode this week and only one episode. (laughs) And that's our new uh, podcast co host. (laughs) Crowy. Crowy. Um, D- um, David got brought Crowy home for me. It's a little Halloween, um, I guess, accoutrement. Um, but decoration. It's a crow on a perch, an electronic crow on a perch that when you press the button or walk by, makes a cawing noise. As you heard. And, you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but I love crows so much. Maybe almost as much as hippos. And when we go for our walks, we feed them and they like the peanuts. Yes. And you have names for the crows? Yes, we do. Um, (laughs) Cookie is the first one we started to feed, and she got her name because she ate a cookie from Macarena when we were walking home. We have, um, Bulger. Chuck. We have Chuck, who hangs out and lives down by Chuck's Hop Shop, so we have a a good amount of fun friends. Exactly. And they were really excited. It's only one hour this week. Yes, because they'll get their, they'll get their, um, their, uh, daily dose of peanuts an hour earlier this week because we have less to watch. Yay! Even though we love it, I love this episode. Like, this was so much fun to watch because we haven't mentioned it. You, you kind of gave a little teaser, but it is a cast iron pan that's under that mystery box so it's a cast iron pan it's one one hour and daphne oz is there all things i very much like and she is the daughter of the wizard of oz correct she is she's the daughter of the man behind the curtain the man behind the curtain um had a relationship with dr oz (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the two of them had a baby, and it was Daphne Oz. Yes, it was a it was a miracle. It was a magical miracle. Okay, so we start out first. We're reminded that Jamie went home last week. I apologize for the tears from last week. I was a little overly emotional, but they don't need to keep reminding us that my dear, dear Jamie went home. We know he did. He'll he'll be back with a, a Suba support sign in the finale. I hope so. I hope so. So there are eight left. Um, Every home chef is facing a mystery box elimination. So this this time it's like nobody is going to be safe. And this there's one cook, and it is an an elimination, which just felt so good. And the uh, skillet lobby has uh, forced them to use a skillet as their one-pot wonder for this challenge. Which is interesting because, you know, when I think of one... Because I sometimes cook in one pot. Sure. It's called the Instant Pot. Yeah. And this... We are not sponsored by Instant Pot. (laughs) But I have five. Um, You have gotten me all three sizes. Yes. um, And then I have a backup. And then I have another pressure cooker. It's not an Instant Pot brand, but it's kind of the same thing. And one of your uh, reasons that you like multiple ones is 
Um, it's very hard to clean the scent out if you do something incredibly spicy. Yeah, you just need different gaskets, but I also like them because I, much like sherry, I do cook a lot of Indian, um, yeah. Eastern Indian delicious, dishes. Delicious chickpeas. And it's, it's the best for rice, like cooking rice. I love to make um, chana masala in it. Um, so I like to be able to not have to clean out my big, the, the papa pot in order to then make the rice. Right. So when, when, what a, the stew is simmering in papa pot, then I can use mama or baby pot for the rice. It, and I am not a type of person that really loves crock pots. If you like a crock pot, more power to you, but it's never been my thing. Um, but I have to say, I was so surprised at how much I love the Instant Pot. Like, I highly recommend them. Um, so I find it very interesting that the the one pot is a cast iron skillet. Well, um, and that's because of the sponsorship. It's secretly. It's a secret sponsor. And I do think it's the cast iron lobby, not lodge pans. Um, but I could see if it was a Dutch oven, which would be the one pot, um, or some other like larger vessel that could be on the stove top and in the oven, which I guess, you know, the cast iron pan can be make the best pizza in the cast iron pan. Right. Um, but it just seemed like they were trying to force it. Yeah, it was, um, it was an interesting challenge too, because the part of the challenge is of course, in a one pot wonder, you're only allowed to use that one implement to cook everything. Yeah, and what so you couldn't fry something off somewhere else or have uh, boiling water and yeah. it's a pot. So everything had to be in that pot. Um, and I did, I did uh, make a prediction. What was your prediction? Was that Suba would do something with rice underneath it and brown on top? <laughs> you were right. No, I was wrong. Oh, you kind of were wrong because it was something brown with rice on top. Oh, and he had none, though, too. But that's kind of secondary. But I was laughing because I was like, oh... I, I know what's going to happen with this one. And I would, he he reversed it, and they he told did. him it was his best plating of the season. Yeah, it, it was. Um, so we do get a demo for from Daphne. Um, and then in the <laughs> middle of it, I was so pissed off at Noah because, because he's being a smartass. He thinks he's, like, so cute. He calls her Mrs. Oz. She's not Mrs. Oz. She has a husband. She has a family. She has a lot of hair. She is not Mrs. Is Oz. Her father is Dr. Oz. She's not married to him. That's her dad. Ah, yes, exactly. He and Osmo of Oz <laughs> got together and had a baby. No, no, not Noah. No, Daphne. Dr. Oz is her father. Yes. Um, yes. So, but she did make, I think, kind of a little bit of an error, and you called it out. What did she call herself after she did her demo? She said, that's how a master chef makes a meal in a skillet. Yeah. Yeah. That was, like, stretching it a little bit. But Gordon's licking his lips when she's, like, cooking her um, dish. Um, and we also learned that it's a Family Circle magazine prize. <laughs> Ooh, the little, remember how much the master... Um, Chef Juniors love that family circle prize. Um, and it is, a, like you said, a giant commercial for cast iron. And, well, and the, I, my favorite thing about the prize this time is it's not that you'll have your recipe in Family Circle magazine. 
it's that it will go up on FamilyCircle.com. It's not even published. No. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> so it's on, fa- but then they do a little advertisement for the magazine and talk about it, how great it is yeah. and what its circulation is yeah. and how it's in every pediatrician's office and uh, dentist's office. Yeah, and- but the, 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 what's in the um, dentist and pediatrician's office are like copies from 17 years ago. Well, that's one of the magazines. I know um, in those kind of public places, I think they give it away because they want to, um, they make all their money from advertising. So they want to promise a certain oh. a certain amount of copies yeah. to their advertisers. So uh, that makes sense. I do have to say, I think I said it in pe- previous um, uh, podcasts, but when I was little, you know, we didn't have a ton of money, but we, my mom would always like at Joseph's grocery store, um, in Toledo, Ohio, she'd usually always pick up a family circle and um, a woman's day. And it was a treat to read, even though I was like six. I loved reading those magazines. <laughs> so, okay, so in the middle of the cook, we see Jordan, Jordan, <laughs> we see Gordon do a Michael Jordan jump and cook. <laughs> and so they call him out and say, could you do this? And there's a little banter. But he jumps in in 30 minutes to do his one-pot wonder. My my favorite part of Gordon's one-pot wonder uh, was uh, him waiting to take it out of the oven and kissing the oven. Yes. Because he he, I think, I think unlike other uh, Gordon Ramsay cooks quickly... Uh, challenges. He actually cut it really close on this one, and he did not want it to turn out badly. Yeah. Uh, he even said he he made the crust thinner because he was so short on time. Which okay, if you are a Master Chef contestant, or you might be a future contestant, that was a really important bit of information from Gordon Ramsay during a pie bake, a pot pie bake, anytime you're making crust, if you don't think you're going to have enough time, make it super thin. And, and I also have to say, he did one other trick, uh, Master Chef trick, which I loved, which is when he said what he was going to do, he said he was making lemon chip, lemon chicken pot pie. And then um, at the end, he said it was lemon scented chicken pot pie. Uh, oh, just, just in, in case, case the lemon, lemon flavor oh. didn't go through, but uh, I thought that was another yeah, trick. trick because he always talks about how the description to the judges is so important. Yeah. Like, don't call it the wrong name. Yeah. Don't you know they're judging yeah. by what you say. So he probably like made sure that that crust had some lemon in it, but he yeah. wasn't sure that it had the flavor. Yeah, so I think that it was, was like funny. lemon pepper. He put some pepper yeah. in there too. But after he's done cooking, he gets a high five from Sarah, and it seems like Sarah's genuinely tickled to yeah. be having Gordon on the floor with them cooking, and then Sherry. Um, calls him as a, a show off in the like a very tender, sweet way because his decorations were. She's like, he even put leaves on his like crust. Yeah, and the judges, of course, give him phenomenal feedback. Yeah, even Joe, as they set up, gave him. I mean, which yeah. is all set up, but yeah. So then we switch to Bree. She decides. I gotta say, a couple of them made really bad choices of their proteins. Oh, I thought you were gonna say bad choices in the hair. Okay, we're gonna talk about. Okay, so she does have crazy braids. They are. I said that they mimicked the trails of her tears. (laughs) 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 Or maybe she 
uses them to sop up her tears. Um, but I do have to say, Daphne also has had odd braids in the past. Like, I don't know. She's also, she's often on Beat Bobby Flay as one of, like, the friends of Bobby that comes out mm-hmm. and gives him a challenge. The one time she had, and I am a person who, in the past, as a young child, wore crazy braids. Like, yeah. insane. I had the Princess Leia braids before Princess Leia was around. But Daphne had, like, a crown of braids one time. I think she was on with Demar- when Damaris was on. So are you saying that Brie picked up those braids by osmosis? Yes. Osmosis. <laughs> Daphne osmosis. Yes. Um, so Bree's dish is salmon dummy. I'm sorry, but one pot wonder. Like, I. this is the other thing that kind of bummed me out. Like, when you think of one pot wonder, you might brown something in the pot, and then you add something else to it, and then you put some kind of liquid in it, and you braise it, and that... So that's what I think of, like stews, pot pies, soups, things like that. Not like a delicate fish that you no. cook, and then or, or even a fillet. Um, it's more like a hamburger. If you were gonna do like meat, it's for inexpensive meat. Or it's like it would be like Salisbury steak with a mushroom yeah. gravy. It's all cooked in the same pot. Um, and maybe I know this because, you know, when you have less money and you're cooking, that's kind of what you do to get out, bring out the flavor. But some of the contestants are just using the pot and then taking food out of the pan and then putting another food in. Even Daphne, she makes broccolini, but she like f- first puts her protein in and then she does her potatoes and then she liked it and then puts the whole thing in the oven. That's what you do. Right. But some of the other contestants, I don't think they understood the challenge, including Brie. Um, so she has corn puree, baking candy. Um, she first, on her first try, she screws up her salmon skin. She has to start over. But unfortunately, um, her salmon is raw, and her plate also looked a little gross to me. Usually she does really good plating, but I don't know if it's because of the color of the plate she chose or the weird little onions that she had on top, but it didn't look good. Her carrots were not well cooked either, and Daphne said, you missed the point of using a cast iron pan. um, But she did pronounce it correctly, not salmon. Who calls it salmon with an L? Um, there were a lot of people oh, that Eddie call Jackson. it salmon, but oh Eddie Jackson God. yesterday was the one that we we noticed it. But it, it people do it all the time. Yeah, some people pronounce the L, some don't. Um, you guys, if you haven't watched that Alex Gornishelli show, what's it called? The grocery supermarket stakeout. Supermarket stakeout. It's a super weird. Show. It's a weird show. But if you'd like to see Alex Gornishelli stand in the middle of a parking lot for an hour. I love her. Yeah. I love her. And they've had amazing... We've only seen two episodes, but they have really good judges. Eddie Jackson. Oh, I love that guy. Come on. Are you kidding me? He was a judge this last one we watched. Duff was a judge one, the one episode we watched. Alex is smart and sassy. Um, let's give her a little love. You guys watch the show. Um, give it good feedback because I want to see Alex have... More time, screen time on the Food Network. And I also think it's still in its uh, 
development phase. Yeah, they're still forming it. Yeah. Um, so we go to Sarah. Um, she says in her talking head, she's doing this show for her daughter because she wants to show her daughter that, you know, women can be strong and confident and all that. Which which her uh, army service hasn't proven yet. Yeah, I'm like, she doesn't need to be on the show to show her daughter that she's a strong woman. I mean, she's a flippin' spy. That's not... <laughs> That's my opinion. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> that has not been confirmed. Um, so she decides to make a fillet um, and fondant potato, sweet potato and broccolini. Um, another contestant um, also decides to make f- fillet. And Joe gives Micah a really hard time with his choice of fillet. Joe doesn't give um, Sarah a hard time. He does a little bit. He says, you know, when I... When I uh, was backstage talking to the other chefs, I said the two things I wouldn't want to cook, one of them was filet. Yeah, he said that, but he was real. He goes in hard on Micah. Well, he's afraid to get the um, throat punch from Sarah. She's <laughs> she, going to look at him. He, she's gonna, she's going to take him down with one thrust. He should be because he needs to watch. I think he needs to just watch himself. I like a sassy Joe. I like a mean, like a quote unquote mean chef. But sometimes he kind of crosses the line, in my opinion. Okay, so during the tasting, Joe says it's going to have to be all about the sauce because she only made a meat potato veg dish. Um, he also calls her broccolini acidulated, which I've learned is the past tense um, of to make acidic. Oh, yeah. okay. So I think, you know, we talked about um, Aron in the past using his dictionary, dictionary word of the day. I think that maybe Joe has a couple in his back pocket, too. <laughs> that sounds like something you'd learn while you were writing a cookbook with a ghostwriter. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I don't think, I don't know if Joe, I know his mom has a lot of cookbooks. Oh, he's got to have Does one. He? I'm sure, I, I don't know. I'm just guessing. He has to have one, though. I bet his cookbook would be great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I give Joe a really hard time, um, but he also does bring something to the table and something to the show. So, um, and, and he's not a chef. No, and he will say, I am not a chef. Mm. And that's why he was, in the earlier seasons, he was very strict with the contestants about saying, do not call me chef, call me Joe, I am not a chef. So that did seem respectful towards chefs Mm -hmm. for him to say that. Um, So then we go, let's go to the um, self-proclaimed Willy Wonka of MasterChef, Suba. Master of flavors. (laughs) Um, so he starts off a little slow. It seems like he's um, he's feeling pretty, like, easy breezy. And he's making wallpaper that when you lick it, tastes like what it's unpictured on the wallpaper. The snozberries taste like snozberries. The shrimp tastes like shrimp. <laughs> so he's making shrimp um, biryani um, with a green apple cucumber date salad that was super spicy when um, they come by during the cook to taste it. Um, poor Daphne... I think her palate was blown with the first taste. And then he adjusted the seasoning so yeah. it wasn't so spicy. We also learned that he has been able to manage his diabetes through his diet, which mm-hmm. more power to you, Sue, but good for you. Um, the judges really liked his dish. And Joe says Suba is one to watch. Yeah. 
So that was nice to see him get some positive feedback. He really is good when he's cooking like by himself and he can just be kind of focused and in his own world. It's when he's on the team challenge, like you said. And he, uh, he did take a long time to pick his ingredients for this cook too. Yeah, he was the, I think it was, was it Suba and maybe Dorian, the last two that were in the pantry? Yeah. So, um, okay, we have to talk about Noah now. I'm glad they don't focus on him too much because I got plenty of Noah last last episode. But he decides, I, in what world, I don't know why he decides to do this, but he decides to make a Chinese frittata. <laughs> Whoa. We learn that he has a Chinese girlfriend. I Which think she's Chinese-American. Oh, we, we did know that. Um, but we do also learned that he has visited China to um, meet his partner's relatives. Yes. Could you imagine Noah in Chinese, China? No. Giant, giant Noah in his overalls? I always think of what Pendulette said, because Pendulette did a magic uh, TV show where they traveled around the world and yeah. did tricks for different cultures. And he said, in a lot of faraway places, everyone thought he was Michael Jordan. Because, because he's so big. Because he's so tall. And Michael Jordan was the t- is the tall. They just, Michael Jordan was almost their word for giant. Yeah. Because American they, giant. They probably. hadn't seen any other tall, that person that tall before. And so I can only imagine that um not that the world is the same as it was 15 years ago yeah. i'm sure i'm sure they're they're uh you know watch tv and they know people but it would still be kind of a shock to have um noah sleeping on the little tiny bed in your house right um yeah so his dish it looked not disgusting what did it look <laughs> your your favorite word disgusting it was Oh, disgusting. <laughs> they said it would be served at no restaurant anywhere in the world. Yeah, and... Even Friendly's. <laughs> well, Even no, Arby's. Do you remember when you worked at Friendly's when you I were in high school? I do remember when I worked oh, at Friendly's. Well, um, Snooki and I used to like to walk to Friendly's and get a scoop of ice cream. And the, I can't remember, what was that one with the little chunks of toffee? I don't remember. Oh, it was so good. Snooky, if you listen to this, remind me of what that was called. It was really good ice cream. Um, So back to Noah. Um, The other thing is he didn't really listen to the judges last week when they were giving Sarah feedback. Because remember, her puree was like kind of around the rim of the dish. And it, they, her dish tasted great, but they said, yeah, that puree, her plating was weird because it looked like mustard. It was really puree. Like, don't do that. So what does Noah do? He puts this giant ring of, like, stuff around his plate. And then this big, weird pile of brown in the middle. Oh. Well, I, I, I remember um, Arone has said a couple times over the past few seasons of MasterChef, uh, black beans are hard to plate. And that was just <laughs> that was just whole black beans yeah. that it's difficult to make them look at. He's like, they're yeah. delicious and they're a big part of cooking, yeah. but they're really hard to plate. And putting a giant pile of black beans doesn't make any dish look good. But to do a black bean puree... 
um, underneath it makes it look even worse. It's like he took a difficult to plate item and figured out a way instead of making it look better to make it look worse than it did before. To make it look disgusting. And I'm not even sure if they were black beans. Maybe they were beans, black beans with like, they were some kind of bean. But then maybe he put hoisin sauce in them. Well, he it was a sauce, but Ooh. it was it was pureed black beans was one of the. Was. Uh, disgusting. Well, speaking of our own, he says the only way to save Noah's dish was if he had buried it in a to- tortilla. Right, which is what you do with black beans yeah. when you want to hide them, is you wrap them in something so you can't see them. And this is why Noah kind of rubs me the wrong way. When he was going up for tasting, he had confidence, and he's like, oh, I'm going to show them, like, this different take. I'm going to be adventurous, blah, yada, yada, yada. And then when he's walking away after getting his feedback, he's like, he's embarrassed. He's trying to act as though he's humiliated and humbled, and it's like, okay, Noah, I've had enough of you. Again. So what you're saying is you would have Nancy Reagan to this dish. You would have just Just said Noah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. For yes, I would have. Oh. Okay, so let's talk about um Dorian. She says, unlike Sarah, who's doing the competition for her daughter, she's like, I'm doing this competition for myself. Like it's my time. Um Joe even thinks says Dorian could win this whole thing, which I liked that vote of confidence from Joe. Um, I also love that um, Dorian is tickled to see Daphne. Yeah. She says she loves Daphne and she watches the show with her daughter. Um, the sh- Daphne was on The Chew. Was it The Chew or The Kitchen? I think it was The Chew. One of those shows. I don't think it's on anymore, but they really, um, Dorian and her daughter like to watch it. Um, but I do have to say during The Cook, her dish did not look good because it was like she was boiling vegetables and peaches together. It didn't look good. And then it looked like she maybe boiled her chicken in that too. Yeah. So I was worried about Dorian. Yeah, and and she did the um, rice underneath the dish. Well, kind of cooked it in that boiling liquid. Right. And she's calling her rice. I do like the fact that she calls the rice Mr. Rice because she wants it to cook. So she's talking to it like gently, like, right. come on, Mr. And, Rice. And the point of her dish was to do peach cobbler chicken. So she puts um, peaches and vanilla. Yeah. Which they said they actually liked. Because they, they, did like they the were flavor. like making it a very sweet chicken dish with rice underneath it. Yeah. But it didn't, I, I don't really like peaches, but it didn't, it looked, it sounded. Uh, not good to me, but the chicken at least looked like it was well cooked, but the rice looked undercooked. David, let's be honest here. You just said, I don't really like peaches. I don't. That's an understatement. Because in the past, you have said peaches are disgusting. <laughs> you have used that term for them. Yeah, uh, it's true. I do not like peaches. Yeah. So anyway, back to Dorian. Aron was concerned about the texture of the rice and it being cooked. And he was correct. It was un- undercooked. As usual. Um, and then Daphne says, what? Aron was correct. He's always correct. Yeah. Aron's my favorite judge this season. Have I, you noticed? I have noticed. <laughs> Daphne, well, this is why I love Aron. I believe that Aron has gotten notes from the producers and from the editors 
And I also believe that it seems like Aron maybe has watched a couple episodes. He's listened to his family. And he's really like, he is coming into his own, which I really like that. Sure. I like it when somebody's able to remain their true self, but also evolve and change. And it feels like that's happening with Aron. Plus, his style is so adorable. Um, and I like the fact that he's also like has a little bit of fashion flair. But again, it's it's his own fashion flair. Um, but anyway, well, let's, we can talk about Aron later. Um, Daphne also says that Dorian's dish is missing texture. Um, so it's not a great week for no. um, dear Dorian. Um, so then we go to Nick. They don't really show him very much this. I think he might make it to the final three because they haven't been showing him that much. Mm-hmm. And that's always an indicator that... Um, if they don't show a contestant who's doing um, well in the competition in earlier shows, and we're past the halfway mark, it means that they are making it to the finale. So he makes a clam chowder. Um, during the cooking, he gets a visit from Aron, who's super supportive and um, gives uh, Nick some feedback, like, make sure you don't overcook those clams. And they, they said that his dish looked great. I thought it looked really good, but you're not a clam guy. No, to me, I would have called this dish cream clams. Well, that's what corn chowder is. It's got a lot of cream. But during the tasting, one of the um, judges, do, they say sometimes people can put too much cream in it, but his had the flavor of the old, the sea. Would you eat it if it was called, um, if it was canned creamed clams? Oh, my gosh. Like cream corn? That sounds more like a Noah dish. (laughs) Nick would not make that. Um, But um, I thought his dish looked good to me. Um, Daphne says it's her favorite plating of the night. Mm -hmm. Um, Gordon said it was a little too thick. And then, I don't, can you do an impersonation of Joe with his New England accent? No. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it wasn't really a new england accent it was just kind of a random assemblage of uh stereotypes of the east coast yeah um so he did say chowder yeah he did that um but they liked nick's dish overall um and then sherry yay she's back to her indian roots I love that. She calls them her Indian roots. And her, I just, I love, you know I love Sherry. Mm-hmm. Um, so she decides to make, make chickpeas. It wasn't chana masala because it was a drier chickpea. And I don't, I've never made that dish that she no, made. No. But, but I need to look it up. It looked good. Yeah. Um, she also made homemade naan. Um, and then Joe really liked it. Um, so much so that he said that he'll come to Minnesota for that, stay a day and a half for another dish, but that's the extent of how much time he can spend in Minnesota is a day and a half. Yeah, he can't spend two days in Minnesota. Yeah, that was a little shade to Minnesota. I would say so, but yeah. I think it reflects more on Joe than on Minnesota. Agreed. Because it's just his his um, his personal limitations um, on... Uh, his world is very small, so when he goes outside his little tiny world, it's very difficult for him, and he has to yeah. return to it like a teddy bear. 
Aw, Joe is a teddy bear. Um, yeah, With he's New York like the, City. he's the king of his world and um, his little borough in New York. And yeah, <laughs> so um, yay, Sherry! She gets good feedback from the judges. They really like her flavor. I thought she was maybe going to win the family circle um, recipe <laughs> online recipe competition, but she doesn't. But she does really well. So then we go to Micah. And he decides to make filet, fingerling potatoes, and um, cipollini onions. Joe gives him a really hard time during the check-in. So much so that he kind of puts Micah in like kind of a frenzy. He Poor Micah burns his shallots, or shallots, right in front of Joe and Daphne. And so he throws those away. And then... He forgets to wipe out his cast iron skillet and put something else in it. I think it was butter. And Joe, like, almost yells at him and says, whatever else you put in that pan is going to burn. It has the flavor of burn. Joe is right. Like, he's correct, but he's tough on Micah, man. Um, So Micah tries to recover. He does a little bit. But not a hundred percent. No, and and um, also brown, brown, brown. Yeah, it. You know, even though Ann Burrell says brown food tastes good, um, brown plates don't look good. No, and and it it didn't need to be that way. And and to be honest, like it did look good in the sense that I'm sure it tasted good. Yeah, um, Daphne said his sauce was good. Um, but the protein seemed like it was overcooked on the exterior, yet not crusty. And then it was a little bit, um, a little bit, it still looked medium, medium rare to me, but they said it was more rare. So they were there, they were tasting it. So I'm sure it was better cooked than the salmon. (laughs) Are you always going to put the L in the salmon now? No, I was just teasing about it. (laughs) Okay, I, you can. I just need warning. I just need to know that's what you're doing. <laughs> Salmon Rushdie. Um. So, um, who is married to Padma? I know. Wow. I would have liked to be a fly on the wall of that house, but not in the bedroom. Um, Joe says it's a series of missteps and mistakes. Um, I guess that comment could have been a series of missteps and mistakes, as well as Micah's dish. Yes. Okay. So Suba um, is the winner of the Family Circle Challenge. Yay! I was happy for him. Yeah, it was. Um, it, I, I he seemed gener- genuinely happy um, yeah. to have come back because he was in the bottom so much. Yeah, I was happy for him. I would maybe go online and check out his recipe. All right. I have some basmati rice in the cupboard. Well, we can do that. And there's that uh, grocery store we go to over in Bellevue that has a huge selection of Indian spices uh, that uh, we go to, which is great. Well, we do need to head on over there because this is the other crazy thing. I don't know if it's like this in the rest of the country, but dried chickpeas or garbanzo beans really expensive for like one little one pound 16 ounce bag of garbanzo beans 
from Safeway, which isn't a fancy grocery store. I think they're like $2.29, but I can buy five pounds at that grocery store, the Indian grocery store, and I think I can get five pounds for like under $4. Yeah, it's a crazy difference. That's a great grocery store. They have um, fresh curry leaves. They have the best spices, a ton of different chutneys. And there's also a dough zone in the parking lot. That's true. And they uh, that grocery store sponsors the Microsoft Cricket Team. I love that. Oh, it's, that's pretty cute. There's um, a picture of the Microsoft yeah. Cricket Team on the wall of the grocery store, which is pretty charming. It's very charming. We are often the only white people in that grocery store. That is true. Yeah. Um, so um, Suba was on cloud nine. Um, I think his dish, I probably wouldn't do the shrimp because you're not a huge shellfish fan, but maybe I would switch out the protein for like chicken or something. Yeah. Um, so Sarah, Nick, Sherry are also safe. Um, Dorian did not do a great job with her peach chicken, no. but she's called out as safe. I'm glad she didn't have to stand there in the bottom. No, and and she got to go up and hug Suba. Yeah, they're, they've become good friends. Well... It appears as though they've become much closer. I won't yes. say good friends, but um, so they, um, the judges say they expected more from Brie. Um, they called her dish lackluster. Um, and she's in the bottom. And then Noah totally lacked control. That's what they said. And Micah didn't properly cook his steak. So the three of them are in the bottom. Um, but Brie and her braids are sent home for the raw salmon. I know, and Gordon Ramsay just looked at her and said, pack it up, Heidi. <laughs> he did not. Um, aw, you know, so she said, sheds a few more tears, um, uh, but they, uh, they say, come on up and say goodbye. They don't do that to every contestant. No. So she goes up, gives the judges some hugs and goodbyes, and I do have to say, Brie did a really good job overall in the competition. And we have to remember, she is only 24 years old. So I think she has, I think she's learned a lot and she's going to go on and, and become much more, uh, much more sure. successful. I think she's going to become a chef. That's my, I think. Um, I don't think all the con- uh, contestants decide, okay, I'm going to then go into the culinary field. I think Brie is going to do that. Well, good honor. I hope she does. I do too. I, I I do too. She's um she's she's a nice girl. And then uh, we do get a peek of next week. Oh my gosh! So there are a lot of things going on next week. But here, this is what I wrote down: is uh, we see Suba's wife. Yeah. And she's up on the top, and there the everybody in the balcony, and everybody's cooking, and she says, "Where's Suba?" And then. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, where is Suba? And then uh, Gordon Ramsay calls Suba a donut in front of his wife. I don't like that because he's holding a burning pan in his hand and flipping stuff inside it. Yeah, and that's pretty much donut behavior. Okay, well, so this is what I wrote down. <laughs> is that really how a donut behaves, though? <laughs> I don't think so. I think a donut just behaves, if it had a behavior, it would just be fluffy and soft and, you know, like to be sweet. Put the pan down, you donut. Yeah. So, um, 
all of the contestants' families are there. So this is what I wrote down. We see a fire from Suba, a fall from Noah. He takes a tumble. Um, and a call for a medic from Noah. So I think it's going to be an exciting week. It is. Let's hope that it's, once again, a one-episode week that's only an hour. Because they're the best. This was a good one. That's right. And uh, so uh, we will see you guys next week. Goodbye from David. Pepper. And...